Passion our purpose, profit our pain. I don't want my name to ever be in vain. A life full of substance is the only thing that will remain the same. Millennial Thoughts. Welcome back to another episode of Millennial Thoughts with your girl Alicia. Ah, The relocation series that I have been talking about is finally here. So these next three weeks, we'll be talking about relocating. Of course, by the title, you know what we'll be discussing. But also, I'm going to share the five steps I took to move to Atlanta without any family or a job at the end of the episode. So these episodes are going to be called Moving Mondays. So if you are looking to move next year or know someone thinking about moving, please send them this episode, share the series with them, and tell them to join the family, okay? Also, I got a special, special, special surprise for y'all. If you join my email list, um, the link will be in the description to my website you will receive a free relocation expense tracker and i am also doing 15 minute free consultations if you are planning to move as well that's also my website you just sign in um you sign up for it and then you will be able to meet with me so let's hop right into it um i'm going to do the four things you need to do before you relocate to a new city. The first thing you need to do is create a plan. You might say, well, how do I create a plan? Boom, I got you, okay? So the first thing is you need to figure out where you want to move and the date you want to move, okay? So if you're just planning, I would say give yourself like six to 12 months. Um, Some other ways that you can pick a date is if you have a new job you are starting, If you're quitting your job, if you have a lease at an apartment, um, things like that. But if you're just like, you know, at your parents' house or at a family member's house, you just figure out what date you want to move by. And then that is your date. So that is the first thing when it comes to moving. You got to figure out a date and a plan. And um, if you have already found a spot, seeing when they open, you know, seeing when they have openings available, then that's when you go. Okay, so. First, we need to create the plan. So write your date and make it a hard date. Okay. You know, make it a time that's not overpopulated. Okay. I'm going to come back and tell you all the best times that um, y'all should move. I'm going to do that in another episode. So the next one is the biggest thing, you know, when creating a plan is finding a job. So this is um, under creating a plan to find a job. Ooh. Is so hard okay so um, this can be definitely tricky but I know right now a lot of people are working remotely the remote is becoming a little scarce but you know a lot of people have remote jobs so if you have that job uh, make sure to see if you can work anywhere think about time zones you know that's a big issue if they say you can only work in California Nevada don't be coming over here and moving to North Carolina because baby you're gonna be um, working later because of the time zone change as if you're living in North Carolina don't try to move to California because baby you're gonna be up and you're gonna be tired okay so yeah don't do that um but also when looking for a job 
you know, look on Indeed. Um, that's a good one. LinkedIn is what I use. And also I use LinkedIn to connect with other people. When I figured out the city I wanted to move to, I changed my location on LinkedIn and then I would get like, you know, notifications. I changed it and for Indeed as well. And there's also something that's called Randstad. It's like contract jobs kind of. I went on there as well. And that is how I found um, some jobs as well, too. I didn't really do too much with Randstad. I kind of just use LinkedIn and Indeed. And I actually got my job off of Indeed, one of them. Um, and then if you are in the school system, this is how I found another job. I went and I looked at cities in that school. And, you know, cities um, have different counties, and different things like that. You can go on their website and you can look at schools. So that's how if you are a teacher or something like that, you work in education, you can do that as well, looking at um, the different counties and going to look at their job posting. So that is what I did too. And um, then also, you know, you have Facebook. So if you want, you can post on Facebook, reach out to your network, see if anyone knows anyone that um, lives there where you're moving to. Uh, because I know finding a job can be definitely so, 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 so hard. Um, but if you have savings, that's great. Um, you can kind of just use your savings to move. Um, you can do gig work. I know um, that I did a little bit of gig work when I relocated and even before to save up money, I did um, some good work. So you can look into doing Uber. You can look into doing Lyft, Shit, Instacart. You can tutor virtually or in person. Um, you can do Uber Eats. You can do Grubhub as well. So this can help you make some money daily so that you're not struggling. Um, but just make sure that what location you're going to, you use the right zip code because if there's no... Um, business in that zip code they will not let you like work there kind of because it's already overpopulated so making sure that you're in the right zip code you can try zip codes you can research different zip codes uh that would be really really great so that you know that you're going to be able to work when you get down here i got lucky because i was able to work when i got down there when i either zip codes that i used i was good you know so that um is another thing issue is the job so if you have a job, if you work remote, I would say, yeah, if you don't, I would say, um, look into your current job. Maybe they have locations in other spots or just find another job. <laughs> so the second thing you want to do, so this is two, okay. You want to downsize. And when I say downsize, I mean like go through papers, go through clothes and everything like that. Because you can sell that stuff on Facebook Marketplace or you can have a garage sale and you can make money. So if you're looking for extra money, just try to downsize and um, make some money off of that. Or if you're not really worried about the money, you just want to take as less stuff as you want to. You can donate it by giving it to friends. You can give it to the Salvation Army and different things like that. But definitely downsizing would be great. You can also look, if you want to, you can look into putting stuff in storage um, while you try to figure different things out. But I know that I had to move just everything in my car. So, yeah, I would say downsizing. Or if you have, like, a family member, you can take it to their house. If you have a friend, somebody else you know that might be moving, you can try to, you know, put their stuff, put your stuff over there as well. Um, and, yeah, so you can do that. Because downsizing is going to be the best when you're moving and you won't have to just 
take and log so much stuff in there. But then when you get to your new spot, you can buy some more stuff. I know people talk about that all the time because maybe I'm up for the buying new stuff when you get to the next one because you just don't want to take all that stuff. It is just too, too, too much. So, yeah, that um, is really big downsizing. And I think that that is really important so that you know what you have and what you don't have. And then you're just not taking a whole bunch of stuff that you really want to throw away. So this is a good time to just, you know, throw all your stuff away, go through it and keep it moving. So the next one, the third one is really, 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 really important. When I say really important, it's really important. So you want to research the city. Um, me personally, I would highly suggest doing a scouting trip over a weekend or a week to just drive around and see the different areas. If you have that time available, if you want to use holiday time or different things like that, um, to be able to look at apartments, if you have kids, you know, you can, um, look at the different schools, the different areas, or you can even look at the crime rate in the area, look at shopping centers, see where the closest Kroger, Publix, Walmart, whatever you, wherever um, you shop at just seeing like what's around and I think that's really really important when you go into these bigger cities they have these metro areas and different things like that so just doing a little bit of researching um, you can also research on um, Facebook like you can be in different Facebook groups they'll tell you places to go places not to go um, and then just going out and being able to see it by yourself is really really great so I definitely recommend a scouting trip I didn't do a scouting trip but hey you could do a scouting trip um, and then when it comes to apartment searching, definitely you need to find housing. Um, if you can't find an apartment, you can always do an Airbnb or you can even rent out a room if you don't have kids. Now, if you have kids, you probably don't want to do that. But there's different apps. Um, you, of course, can use Facebook groups. They have a whole bunch of roommate stuff. You can use Roomsters and just like type in the city and add roommates or housing to it. And there should be a whole bunch of groups that pop up. You can also look into apartments.com. They provide numbers to the apartment complexes, addresses, and even some houses are on there. And if you want to drive around, you can really um, find just like rent to own, like by owner. Uh, you can kind of find those on Zillow, Trulio, and things like that. So if you want a house rather than an apartment, you can do it that way. I know people who like have bad credit or not as good enough credit they usually go the house route than the apartments because the apartments be strict okay so yeah um but if you're new to the area i would suggest getting a hotel those kind of do get expensive but i would suggest that or getting the airbnb so you can just scope out areas you would like to stay in also definitely watch youtube videos and i'm not trying to plug myself but i am if you're moving to atlanta i have apartment videos on my youtube channel alicia's adventures if you want to check that out okay you can go on there but there's um apartment tours for you know texas like dallas houston new york and if you're listening to this and you're in a city that you don't feel like has an apartment tours boom there you go you can do apartment tours for your city people want to move to miami they want to move to new york they want to move to la they want to move to chicago so people are looking at apartments they want to see how much stuff costs and different things like that because they are um you know wanting to move in there trying to figure out the best places to live without always having to go there so that's just a little plug okay but within all that when you get the job when you get you know the apartment different things like that you want to create a budget so you want to create a relocation expense sheet and then a budget so for instance I had a relocation expense 
My Airbnb costs $700. I was there for three weeks, but I was there with my roommate, so we split it, so it was really $1,400. Then I spent $150 on gas. I had to drive six hours. I ended up having to get new tires as well, so thank God for an emergency fund. Um, and when you're looking at apartments, the application fees can start from $25 and they go to $150. Then they have this administration fee that could be like $300, $400. Then depending on how much um, you make, it depends on what apartment you get. But also, it depends on um, what your credit score is, how much your deposit is going to be. So that changes. So you want to make sure that you have the income, which is usually three times the rent um, for the apartment that you're going to get. And then you would divide that, and that's how much you're, um, you would pay for rent. And then also, you want to factor in the U-Haul. You want to factor in um, your deposit, your gas, apartment shopping, if you're going to hire movers and everything like that. So that needs to all go into that. And like I said, slight plug, if you go click the link in the description for the podcast, you will be able to get a relocation expense budget tracker. Um download it okay so you know go check that out and you'll be able to write and keep up with everything uh, that you need to move and I spent almost three thousand dollars relocating from Kentucky to Atlanta so that just gives you you know a little glimpse you know of um how much it may cost to relocate okay and this was actually during the pandemic so i moved to atlanta in july 2020 it's now november 2022 so that was about a little over two years ago but the apartments have been skyrocketing houses have been skyrocketing wherever you want to go though you want to kind of look to see and kind of gauge it and if you see some people who live there you can ask some questions because i was asking people questions where to live what to do and different things like that and um like best places to stay in different things. So that is the four things to do before you relocate to a new city. Now I'm going to talk about the five steps that I took to move to a new city without a family or a job. Um, So this is kind of like just a bonus one. I first had to find a roommate because that's the only reason why I was going there. I just knew somebody that I knew from Kentucky and they were looking for a roommate. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I want to get out of Kentucky. I'm ready to move. Backstory why I moved out of Kentucky, it was just no jobs, truly, honestly. So, um, she was moving out uh, from her one a place. She had to move out by a certain date. And I was starting a job. I ended up finding a job at a school. Oh, the pay was so low, so I didn't even take that job. It was like $7, and I'm like, I am not going to be able to do nothing on that. But... I gave myself um, that date. That date was like July 20th or something like that because that's when training was going to start. So I have from like April to July to really get it together. But I was applying for jobs. And then in June, I was like, oh, I'm moving in July because the job started in July. But I ended up not even taking that job. So it is what it is. I still was down here. So I don't know if I came too quickly because I didn't really want that job. But then I had another job that was going to start in August. So I was going to try to work those at the same time. So I ended up working two jobs for six months. Ooh, child, tell me about it. Seven days a week. But um, I applied for jobs in the city. Um, I plan to move. Um, 
So I saved my stimulus checks that they was given. I mean, it was only about two of them. So I saved my stimulus checks. I started doing DoorDash and Postmates um, because I didn't have a job because it was epidemic, but everybody was not trying to be out. So I was delivering, delivering. And even when I moved to Atlanta, then I started delivering as well. After I got my new tires, that cost me about $400. So sad about it. Then we moved into an Airbnb for like three weeks. But then I think we stayed in an extra because we couldn't find any place to go. Then we ended up finding a house. And then um, I started working. So then we had to pay the deposit. We had to pay the rent. And then I started working and I kind of like got my money back up. But it was definitely, definitely hard. Okay. Definitely, definitely hard. So, yeah, I know I said I was going to tell y'all the best times to move. Probably will not be in the summer. I'm going to tell y'all because the summer is when people move who have kids. They want to get in before school districts, before school starts. They want to go to a new school district, different things like that. So the summer is really, 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 really um, a high time to move. And I just moved down there because, again, school was starting. But now I'm trying to not move within the summertime because my birthday month is in August. So I'm trying not to really move during my birthday month. Um, So summertime is not really a good time to move. Fall and winter maybe. And then like right before the end of May, which is like before that holiday. So summers are really not good to move. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. So, yeah, I hope you I hope you all enjoyed the first episode of the relocation series. Next um, episode, we'll be talking about ways to adjust to your new city. So, yeah, definitely if you like this episode, make sure you rate it. Make sure you leave a review. You know, leave me some comments or something like that. You might hear it on the next episode or whatever. Um, and then, you know, don't forget to go download the relocation expense tracker and book a consultation with me. Or if you know somebody who is looking to move, they can book a consultation with me too. You can always follow us on Facebook at millennial thoughts. Okay. You can like us up, you can join the Facebook group, or you can even follow us at millennial thoughts network on Instagram. I am so excited to be finally doing this series and can't wait to chat with you all some more make sure you subscribe and share this with your friend your mama your cousin your niece or your nephew have a great night morning afternoon whenever you listen to this episode bye